The Hard Shoulder with Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Well, as you told us earlier, Cara, in our section Down to Earth today, you're following up on the public transport debate we had on the show yesterday. Uh, Frank MacDonald, Sean Barrett, transport economists, uh, discussing why it's so expensive. But you're concerned in relation to bus transport and the environmental aspect. First of all, w- w- what's the story here now? Do, are they all petrol, diesel buses? What's the state of play? And are they very pollutant? Right, so right now, uh, Dublin bus has 950 buses on stream and they're all diesel buses and we know that diesel uh, is about 25 to 30 percent more polluting in terms of air pollution in particular matter than petrol uh, so this obviously has air quality implications but we also know that the transport sector in general has a big problem with emissions because we're supposed to be reducing emissions in transport by about 33 percent uh, by 2020 in fact in the last few years we've gone up about 12 to 20 percent in emissions. So we should be going down. Instead, we're going up. And public transport has a lot to answer to in terms of helping to reduce those emissions. So in this regard, uh, the government announced that they were going to get these uh, supposedly state-of-the-art hybrid buses. What is a hybrid bus, first of all? Well, it sounds good, doesn't it? And and even the Irish Times was was applauding this move. Um, but something didn't didn't really strike well with me because I have an electric vehicle and uh, a fully electric vehicle. And when I looked into whether or not to buy a hybrid or an electric, one of the things I thought about hybrid is it still uses petrol or diesel or whatever. You know, it's a, it's only half electric, so it's using the the petrol or the diesel to power the electric motor, which also means you have all the hassles. So not only do you have more fossil fuel lock-in, which we should be getting off of, but you also have all the hassles of a new technology in the form of the electric engine, and then an old technology in the form of the of the diesel engine. So you've got all the hassle of the moving parts and all the fluids to change and everything that can go wrong with a diesel engine, plus anything that can go wrong okay, with electric. Okay, let, let's roll back a bit now yeah. for, for me that gets on the bus, the 46A bus, right? Yeah. My question is this. Uh, I understand the Dart and the Lewis and with the kind of got electric wires and that kind of thing. How do you run an electric bus? Do you have a massive great battery or do you have, like, how do you recharge that? How does an electric bus work? Well, it doesn't, it's really no different than an electric car. It's just bigger and in fact, a bigger vehicle means you can get more batteries and you can get bigger range into it. So there are a range of options for buses in terms of getting off of fossil fuels, not just fully electric, but also um, earlier technologies like in Sweden, they have over 60% of their buses are what they call biogas buses. So that was another technology that was proposed. But um, actually, what we, we had an opportunity here in Ireland to leapfrog even the biogas technology and move to fully electric because in recent times... But they do work. Like, I, I'm thinking the kill of the Grange uh, uh, Hill and some of the hills, would they get up the hill? Well, this is the interesting thing. Um, the hybrid buses, these diesel-electric combos that Dublin Bus is bringing in, have been criticised in the UK as struggling to get up hills and requiring a lot of maintenance. So, ah, here. Yeah. Ah, just imagine puff, puff, puff and it won't get to the top of the hill. Yeah, so a report that was released by... That sounds like <laughs> Dublin bus. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> a report that was released by The Sun, actually, it was a, an independent report on the hybrid diesel buses in the UK, found that uh, many of them are in repair shops and uh, requiring new batteries. So and it's not an exact science? It, it doesn't seem to be the technology that's going to save okay. us. So, also, the other thing I need to set a context, how many buses 
as Dublin Bus have because they are talking about open up some routes to tender and so on. Yeah. I know quite a bit about bus air and my son works in it. But Dublin Bus, what, what they have 700 buses, 1,000 buses? Have, so he, this is the interesting thing. They have 950 buses. Uh, Pascal O'Donoghue announced last year that in July uh, they would ban the sale of any future diesel buses. So what did Dublin Bus do but go out and buy 200 <laughs> Uh, Get in before the and, shutters come and now, down. That's now, our Irish boys yeah, for you. Now that they have, we will be pure, but we just we get yeah, lots of the old, old buses first. Yeah. So now that they have their three hybrid diesel buses, they're now saying that they will uh, tender for six hundred more. But of three these. out of nine fifty doesn't no, seem like a lot. W- with a plan to to get six hundred more, so over half their oh. fleet would be these hybrid diesel buses, and it's just disappointing because even the NTA has said in the next three to four years they believe that electric double decker buses will be widely available. So why could they not wait three or so, four so years? So you have a problem with these hybrids? I do. I think I think we're locking ourselves so in. So one thing for get three of them, to get 600 of them is a mistake. I think? Absolutely, at this stage. Now look, 10 years ago I would have said this is great, but unfortunately now we know we have 12 more years to you know reduce emissions by 45%. So these, these buses only save us about 30% in emissions. And what's our old friend, uh, Transport Minister? Worst in the history of the state, I think. I, uh, I would Shane agree. Ross, what, yeah, what's he absolutely. saying? Uh, you never hear him talking about this. N- no, kind of stuff. And, and you would think that it would be him uh, applauding this. Now he is quite happy about these hybrid buses, and everybody is is calling them sustainable energy buses. But as long as they're still using fossil fuel, I think it's impossible to be calling them sustainable energy buses. But surely buses. they do trials on them. They have, and and they actually trialed these buses in 2008, which was quite a long time ago. In 2018, they ran another trial where they looked at biogas fully. Uh, I don't think they looked at fully electric, but they looked at biogas and then these hybrid diesel buses. Um, and, and they voted against the idea of a fully electric bus because they didn't feel there were double-decker buses available. But actually today, uh, a company has just announced, it's Hyundai actually, has just announced that they are manufacturing a double-decker bus with a 300-kilometer range that takes 72 minutes to charge. So this is perfectly acceptable for our needs. Okay, well now, as you know, as you know, um the electric cars have been um, critiqued on the basis of the time it takes to charge them I'm and the overnight and all of this. Now, you know, you... I'm you, an early adopter. Yeah, you suffering brush all, all of this that. under the carpet. No, no, I no, suffer and, that. Uh, the number of points around the country. Just for me, there's not a technical person. I mean, like... Uh, how big a battery would you need for a bus? Is there is there not an issue in relation to... Like, you mentioned that there was technical problems. Uh, with the hybrid diesel, there are technical problems with the and then, yeah, with the fully electric. Uh, I think for a fully electric car like I'm driving, there are some early adopter issues around the charging infrastructure. So if you're trying to go cross country and you get to a charger and it's broken, you know you get that stress. How long would it take you to need. charge up now? Say you do uh, 150 kilometers or 200 kilometers. How long would it take yeah, you so, to charge? So different different cars are different because they draw power Rule differently. Yeah, and my Renault Zoe uh, will will go from zero to full in about two and a half hours on, an, on a normal street okay. charger. Now, so the 46A bus has been going from 9 in the morning till 9 at night. Yeah. Will you be able to charge it up overnight? Well, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, we're talking about ranges of somewhere between three and 600 kilometers. So, they, I mean, these buses could cross the country and still not need to charge. So, uh, you know, for a, for a normal urban bus route, this is this is something that they could definitely do overnight. And, and what's their lifespan? Uh, an average bus, uh, even a standard bus, is about 12 years. So uh, Dublin bus tends to keep 
keep their buses for about eight years. Um, so this is why I think if we're if we're really serious about reducing emissions, we shouldn't be locking into to diesel and, and as buses. you know, uh, uh, for intercity travel, yeah. there's 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 bus Aaron, there's the likes of Wexford bus and all those probably the the coach um, air coach and all that kind of. Yeah. Are there any obligations on them to have environmentally friendly buses, or no. is it just the public uh, state owned? No, buses? I mean they've started with Dublin bus, and I think the plan would be then to extend uh, opportunities for other bus companies to replace their buses. But again, now the pressure will be on them to adopt the same kind of technology as Dublin bus. Which so what city would you point to as the state of the art that we should follow? Well, it's it's interesting that there are a lot of cities that uh, adopted biogas buses a long time ago, 10 years ago. So Sweden would be the, the poster child of this. They have buses that are run on things like uh, cornstarch or sugar, ethanol or natural gas. And over 60% of their buses are, are running on biogas. Uh, but we side of the box and leapfrogging that. So if you look at places like London, um, they have 9,500 buses, 3,000 of them are, elect- are are hybrid diesel, but now they've got 73 fully electric buses, including double-deckers, and then 10 hydrogen fuel cell buses. And Paris has uh, about 60 fully electric buses right now and 255 biogas buses. So even the likes of uh, Kevin Humphreys, RTD, our Labour TD, has said that we should really be looking at the way Paris and London are going and not, not starting with this older, outdated technology. Now, before before I let you go, uh, the whole weekend uh, was consumed with this green wave, this green tide. You don't sound the, happy about uh, that. No, at, the, at the ballot boxes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm pointing out that, in fact, it's eight out of nine people uh, didn't vote green. And, that's the uh, Fine uh, line. No, no, no that's, that's my line insofar as that, that, that we have to have some sort of perspective on this. I don't begrudge the Green Party their successes. But, I mean, like, what do you think the impact of this will be? Like, Because what I saw, I've been around long enough, Patricia McKenna, Top the pole, and we had a whole green wave. And you know what? It withered on the vine. Like, could this <laughs> yeah. just be a flash in the pan where people, like, I, I, I love this story that people are knocking on the door, canvassing, um, and say, oh, I'm voting green. And and then they walk by their big whacking great diesel SUV uh, in the yeah, in the in the front, is, and they're not going to change it. You know what yeah, I mean? This is an opportunity for people that find it hard to actually make those individual changes to 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 actually do something positive for the environment. Uh, I think this green wave will last through the next general election, is my prediction. Okay. Uh, but it is up to our local councillors who who are Green Party to really show that they that they can do this, and they have in the past. They when the Green Party uh, had a had a number of councillors in Dunleary, Rathdown, and in Fingal, they changed the building regulations, and that required. Uh, and, and, and finally, some nasty person deprived you of your vote. Oh yes, amazing. What happened? Well, apparently uh, somebody came by my door and I wasn't there and they asked a neighbor and a neighbor told them I had left the area. Well, you do and travel a lot. I, you know yeah, I, mean? I know, I know. I've learned my lesson there and I was struck off on the oh, on the face of a neighbor. Very that is unfair. unfair. Yeah, yeah. Like they should have written to you or they something. They should have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, the when whole the, country knows about it now. When they say check the register, they mean it. All right. Well, that's that's just a little recap over the weekend. Congratulations to all your green colleagues because they put a huge amount of commitment into all this stuff. You know, a lot of it whistles by my left ear. But we're (laughs) down to earth on buses today. You know what? Three old hybrid buses doesn't seem to cut it uh, when Cara puts it like that. Thank you as always for joining us. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Cara Augustenberg. 